Welcome back to another episode of Dating Tales and Mating Fails with your host Trace and your co-host Aria. And today we have a special guest, fellow comedian Christina Michelle. What's up, everyone? I thought you were about to say fellow felon, and I was going to go that as well. <laughs> that's good to know. What was, what was the felony? Oh, man. Let's not talk about that today. <laughs> that's not what this one's about. A little bit of kleptomanism. Oh, okay. We're just going to talk about my habit of stealing hearts. What were you stealing that was federally illegal? <laughs> it thing that I was stealing, it's the amount of times I stole before that. Gotcha. Little felon. Yeah. So... Other than being a felon, give us another fun fact about you. Another fun fact about me. I used to be 320 pounds. Damn. Yes, I went to Mexico in March 2020. I had my stomach removed via gastric sleeve surgery. So I went to Mexico, left 80% of my heart behind and my stomach. And my dating life is very different now than what it was when I was twice my size. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. I mean, you get to see both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yes. And there's a lot of things that happen to me now sometimes, and I'm like, wait, this is shit that should have only happened to fat Christina. Why is cute Christina now dealing with it? So there's some things that have changed and some things that haven't changed at all. And it's interesting to compare those experiences. Were there guys that didn't pay attention to you when they knew you before, but after the weight loss were like, oh, damn, let's go out? Of course. I had one guy in high school message me and go, now that you look like this, I will regret fucking you. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, um, is this flattery or Wait, he regrets fucking you? Well, he regretted fucking me when I was a fat chick in high school. So once I lost all the weight, he was like, hey, I just want to let you know, now that you look like this, I don't regret fucking Oh, my fucking God. You. That's so fucked up. Like, That's a yeah. fucked up thing. To, did you fuck him again? No. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know you regretted it. Thanks for letting me know yeah. 10 years later. Wow, that's what a fucking... Dick, that's out of nowhere. <laughs> like, when I no, but like, because at one point I was like 350 and I got down to like 260. And the things that people say to you when you lose weight, like, they're just insults to your past. <laughs> like, it's not like they're like, oh, you look great now. You, we were scared in the past. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> One of my favorite things that I hear now is when men meet me and they're like, oh, let me see your old fat picture. I had one guy look and go, oh my God, Christina, you were disgusting. I don't even want to fuck you now. I'm like, here's the thing. You weren't going to fuck me at all, but thanks for letting me know. But one of my favorite things is that men will go, oh, I would have fucked you then. Where were you? Where were you then? You guys say that, but when I was in front of your face, you were not trying to look at my we, face or anywhere around my fucking area. We talked about this. I was in Texas. Fucking fat girls. <laughs> Damn it, Trace. Why weren't you in Florida at the time? So yeah, that's an interesting element because I was not having anyone come up to me when I was fat being like, I would fuck you unless it was like a toothless guy or someone married. Those were usually my options. Or someone half gay, not sure which way they were going. Which makes sense because like a half gay person, like a fat man and fat woman, we both pretty much look the same when we're naked and bent over. So I can see how like I'm a transitional kind of person. (laughs) (laughs) At least you know your audience. (laughs) So how old are you and what do you do? I am 32. I do comedy right now. I do nothing else at the moment. I used to work remotely as an operations manager for a marketing company. Mm -hmm. And then once Corona hit, I took a hiatus 
and now I'm just like focusing on comedy because I have the luxury between having saved enough money and not paying taxes. I've got just enough to last mm-hmm. me the next six months to a year while I can just focus on comedy as a passion project and see where it goes. Nice. That's, That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Like, just follow the dream, you know? For the moment, like I've only looked like this now for the past six months to a year. And I really wish I pursued comedy when I was 320 pounds because I like to say comedy is a great place that welcomes the fat, the ugly, and the old. (laughs) And now I'm half my size. I'm not as relatable as like a cute middle-aged white lady in America. They're like, she's had no qualms in her life. (laughs) Uh, But I'm definitely just figuring out that experience and I've wanted to pursue comedy for a long time. And I'm I'm giving it a shot now. That's great. (laughs) It's weird how many people like when they turned like 30 were like, finally, this is what I'm (laughs) going to do it. Yeah, I wish I did it 10 years ago. Like, I should have done it then. And um, I hate being this cute trying to tell jokes. For sure. It's, it's a different world. Uh, yeah, it's hard being good looking. It's hard being so cute and funny. about this. <laughs> you guys have way too big of ego. So <laughs> Ironically, I don't have a super big ego. Like, I don't mind when people try to treat me like I'm stupid or naive because I'm here to play. I'm here for comedy and I love watching how other people engage with me thinking like she's never been fat or she's naive or she's entitled or stuck up and I'm like, just think I'm stupid and let's see where it goes. Let me exactly. just play up on it. So. Well, you know, you if you play the fool, nobody's going to expect anything of you. That's how I've lived up most of my life and I've gotten pretty damn far. <laughs> <laughs> what are some other fun facts about you? Oh boy, what are some other fun facts about me? Um, I, in my 32 years of life, 14 of that dating, have never had a relationship that's lasted more than six months. So I'm still like learning normal dating etiquette, normal dating timelines. Like I'm very confused. Like I'll meet a guy and after two weeks, I'm like, are we getting married now? Like where, where do we go from here? What's next? Um, at what point do we become monogamous? What's like, I'm figuring that out. Um, so that is, again, really interesting to navigate. Like, I'm 32, but I'm experiencing relationships for the first time like an 18-year-old. Yeah. I get it. Like, I feel like that I'm kind of doing the same thing from, like, a different angle on mm-hmm. it, where it's like, okay, let's actually go into this. Let's figure out what it is. And, and it's really interesting to be dating and experiencing things for the first time as a 32-year-old woman because you've learned so many other things from life. So you come to this new insight but you have so many other perspectives that life has taught you so you're prepared in different ways but also extremely unprepared in other ways yeah um yeah so like for example my ex we were together for like five months i went to las vegas and he used my credit card the first night i was in las vegas (laughs) charged my card 328 dollars and 71 cents for a bar tab i like how you know down to the sun That every fucking penny was an extra second of my life that I had to figure out how I was going to get that money back. And I was on the West Coast. Like, it was very detrimental for me. But what was interesting more about this when I told people, they were like, well, Christina, why did he have your credit card? And I'm like, okay, is this like the financial equivalent to why were you wearing a short skirt and walking down an alley? Like, I was with someone. I thought it was normal after five months. Like, I'm supposed to leave my partner with a credit card because they have my car. I don't know. I fucking thought that was normal. I found out that wasn't normal. I was getting husband privileges. Uh, you know, and I come from a culture where my, the woman in my family didn't have enough money to have credit cards. So it's not like they could trickle down this wealth of knowledge to say, hey, bitch, don't give a man your credit card. You should be having them give you a credit card for emergencies. 
And I didn't learn that. Like, I found out that other people were taught, like, people who have normal parents and come from a two-parent household, they're like, hey, never give a man your credit card. That is a husband um, privilege. Yeah. Yeah. So those are things that I'm learning, and I'm like, fuck, am I naive? Or, like, I didn't know. I didn't know because I thought I was being responsible as well. I'm like a 32-year-old woman. I'm leaving town. (laughs) My boyfriend has my car. I'm supposed to leave him with the credit card. Like, that's what my mind told me. So you need to remember what we said last night. You got to put that pussy on salary. <laughs> you got to get paid for that. You're but paying clearly, somebody else for that dick. Yeah. According <laughs> to Trace, six thousand dollars is too much of a salary for a pussy. So what do you think? No, no, salary it's not be? enough of a, of a salary for a <laughs> pussy. I just wouldn't pay. That's what it is. So well, yeah, if you're gonna get, if somebody's gonna pay you to date you, six thousand dollars for the year is way too low. Like, so in case anyone's wondering where we get this number from last night, we were having a conversation with a woman who said that, you know, through using her pussy, she accumulated $6,000 one year from a guy. Mm-hmm. So Trace is like, $6,000 is not a lot of money for a pussy salary, but also, I wouldn't pay that. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's too expensive for my taste. It's too bad. Uh, I, 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 I have enough problems buying a woman a drink. <laughs> $6,000. So that's why I supplied the alcohol? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did buy me a slice of pizza, but he yeah. ate the rest of it. So. <laughs> and I gave you a place to stay. <laughs> In exchange for a couple packs of cigarettes, so it was like a yeah. prison exchange. But I want to be clear, I'm not having sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> Trace is absolutely disgusted by me, which is interesting because he was dressed like a hobo when we were in public. <laughs> and the bagger was like... He overhearing our conversation because last night we had a guy be like, are you married? And I'm like, yes. And Trace is like, no. <laughs> and then the girl's like, are you two together? And Trace did it again. He's like, no. But very disgustingly. Like, I'm dressed in a long black skirt with a high slit. My boobs are out. He's fucking all black hobo in his house slippers. She's like, are you together? He's like, oh, no. And I'm like, yes. Yes. And after I'm like, yes. And she's trying to figure out, like, is the cute girl telling the truth? Or like, is fucking Paul Bunyan over here? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? Why is he not interested in her? Why is he the one that's disgusted? <laughs> oh, man. That's how I get him. <laughs> I realize he's doing his own inadvertent nagging, and I'm yeah. like, I see what's going on here. It's not going to work on me. <laughs> I'm used to it. I've seen that before. It's not going to work on me. Played the game, been played uh, by the game. <laughs> so, after the... How much money did he spend? I bet he didn't even tip. <laughs> he had someone else's card. <laughs> yeah, at that point, dude, you should. I hope you fucking tip. Um, you better have because I'm not going down for fucking a guy who not only uses my credit card to pay a bar tab, but also is a bad tipper. I mean, that's even worse. <laughs> Are you still with him? I am not. So you're a single. I am single. Are you looking to mingle? I am looking to mingle. Okay. How long good. have you been single? Three weeks. <laughs> okay, let's three, got, let's 328 hours and 71 minutes. Let's dive into that. Uh, what happened in your last relationship? Uh, my ex used my credit card. To well, that, 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 was, that happened three weeks ago. That was that it. Happened three weeks that ago. was the this whole is thing. Very raw wound. I feel that. I mean, anybody that takes $300 of my own money, I'm going to get pissed off at. Yeah. And you know, like, I got the money back, but what really pissed me off is that he did it on my first night in Las Vegas when I was out there for the World Series of Comedy Competition. I was like, you really fucked up my whole vibe. This is a new memory for me. This is the first time I've been doing something like this. And now I'm going to always associate Las Vegas with my ex 
using my credit card to party with bitches. And I even called the bar. And I said, listen, you guys used a credit card that was not supposed to be used. Like, I have this charge. I'm in Las Vegas. I don't know why this charge is here. And the bar manager goes, oh, well, you know, he was here with four guys. They bought two bottles and Red Bull. Now, when I asked him why he used my credit card, he said it was an emergency. And I'm like, what the fuck was the emergency? That you being sober was a threat to society? What the <laughs> fuck was the emergency, dude? Like, there's no emergency that leads to you going to a bar and using my credit card for 328 bar, bar tab. And it's for Red Bull and vodka. Which is basic. And I'm sure it was house vodka. Which just makes it all worse. Like, yeah. dude, what's going on here? So. It's just slimy. And what made it worse is that when he sobered up, he's like, well, Christina, I had to do it. I had no other choice. And I was like, well, like, what, you know, what, what was going through your mind? He's like, well, I had an emergency. I had to do it. And if I had to do it to you, I would do it again. And I was like, wait, hold on. You're sober now, motherfucker. Like, I can't pretend like this is normal. Do you hear what you're saying to me? And he's like, well, I've said worse to my mother. I'm like, yeah, you came out of her pussy. You only come in mine. You cannot think that I have the same responsibility to just accept this behavior. Um, so it was very something new for me. And I felt like a victim, but I'm not sure if it's because I'm naive or as a 32-year-old woman, I was being responsible. Like, what is it? Am I naive or being like a responsible adult because this is who I'm involved with? You're, you're naive. Yeah, you're naive. That's naive. In what world is that responsible? I, I want to hear the logic behind this. We have I, more to talk about. I just felt like, you know, um, like when you're in, involved with someone, you want to make things easier for them. And to me, like giving a credit card wasn't a big deal. I was just like, hey, you know, I need you to be a properly functioning partner. And here's my credit card. So you can do that. So I don't have to stress about it. And if something happens with my car, it doesn't have to be with your money. I don't know. I thought I was being logical. I thought I was like using foresight, but I think I thought too far ahead. Yeah. And his short term thinking was like, let me use this bitch's fucking card to party. But like, I still don't understand why he was like, I, if I needed to, I would have done it again. Like, what would he have done again? Like, why did he need to do it? None of this makes sense. This is just a man that's trying to justify spending a shit ton of somebody else's money. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you're not with him anymore. Yeah, that is, that is just a total piece of shit. He was so hot. Big dick, little money. I've learned my lesson. I will still fuck hot men. I just won't give them my credit card anymore. Yeah. Yes. You can, you can fuck hotties with bodies, but just don't. And I also need to do that thing that other women don't do. is like, don't deal with men who have their mattress still on the floor. Yeah. He was one of those. And oh. I still, it wasn't a flag to me. I was like, this is normal. Oh, He's funny. building. He's building. I have a joke about that. Like, the lower a guy's credit score, the more you want to fuck them, unfortunately. You know, that makes so much sense. I just, I was never cute enough to go through that. Like, I never was cute enough to experience a hot guy that just was so irresponsible in other elements of his life. Like, he presented himself as, like, a medical student that was just trotting along i was like okay you know you're a medical student you're supposed to struggle a little bit like as a medical student you're normal to live with your parents so there was those parts but um no really interesting it definitely felt like a sweetheart scam it yeah. definitely felt that way i should have known something was wrong because he would pretend that he could play a guitar 
But after claiming to play the guitar for at least 12 years, he couldn't even get through singing happy birthday to his grandmother. <laughs> so I was like, something's wrong here, but he's just so hot. Like, this misalignment is still so sexy. He's, <laughs> he's in the bubble where it's just like people are going to let him slide with things because he's attractive. He's so attractive. Yeah, like, I, I saw the picture. That was a good looking dude. <laughs> so fun. I'm going to show you the Granted, picture. Granted, he, he has the head of Frankenstein. <laughs> he does have a big fucking head. <laughs> like, <laughs> he does have a big fucking head. I mean, he's got two big heads. So, oh. it's just, uh... Now, also, I, I take it from this, you are straight. I am very heterosexual. I can't even try to not be heterosexual. It just doesn't work for me. I know what I do with my vagina, so I can't imagine putting someone else's vagina in my mouth. Okay, Arya, look at this photo of my ex. Yeah, he's cute. <laughs> he's a, yeah. Arya was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> That was the voice of somebody that's like, okay, I'll get past this. Yeah, that's a dude. He, he would be hotter with a beard, I think. <laughs> I just think every guy looks better with like three weeks growth, and he's just three like clean. Growth. He's clean shaven, and I don't know about Yeah, that. this beard no longer on right now looks terrible. It looks, it's homeless beard. Like, this is disheveled human being. But he's uh, tall, so he's got that going for him. You know, that is. That's a thing to point out for sure. He was tall. <laughs> he was tall. So now that you're single, are you going to go more mono- look for monogamy, or go like more poly, or just kind of date around? What's the plan? What's um, Christina's life? Because Christina has experienced being single so long, I'm really aware of what it is to value my own time, like my own comfort. I really enjoy my own company. Yeah. Like I'm very self-entertaining. So, what I realized, there was a quote that I read once, is that when you're looking for a partner, you're not really competing with other people. You're competing with themselves, with their own alone time. Like, it's really important. I enjoy, I identify as myself. I want a partner, but I really enjoy, even when I love the person I'm with, I really enjoy just being the fuck alone sometimes and not having to think about someone else when I'm thinking about enjoying my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that society doesn't give us enough options and labels for what it means when we enter a relationship like it's always monogamy or not and i think if monogamy breaking monogamy is the deal breaker in a relationship and that's something we need to talk about because i think monogamy at times is unnatural like even when i'm with someone i'm really attracted to that i really like once in a while i see a really hot guy and i want to get this pussy popping (laughs) and it's like i still love who i'm with i'm still sexually attracted to the person that i'm with but biology has an impulse that I shouldn't have to restrain just because I have a partner. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about my partner too. Like with my ex, I really liked him. We mm-hmm. had very good sexual chemistry, but he was also hot. And I'm like, hey, you're 28, you're 29. Like, I want you to enjoy your youth. Mm-hmm. I want you to enjoy your body. And if you see a hot bitch and that hot bitch sees you and wants to fuck you, I don't want you to have to repress yourself for me. If you don't want to, because you don't want to, that's on you. But I don't want you to repress yourself for me, because I also don't want to repress myself for you. Mm-hmm. Just don't spend my money. Just, just do don't that. spend my money, <laughs> bitch. Just don't, don't fucking spend my money. Do it on someone else's tab, like. So I'm not that I want to enter any relationship being polyamorous. I want emotional monogamy, but I also want a person to not feel repressed biologically just because they're involved with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm navigating that because I don't know. I've never been in that situation. You want to be like openly monogamous, weirdly enough. Like, openly monogamous? Yeah. Like you're like monogamous, but like also like you'll, you know, you'll like a stranger like listen you know like you've got like a free card like once every three months like you see you know like yeah. I don't know how, but again it's for me like I would have boundaries I'd be like but I want emotional monogamy which means you fuck a bitch you don't get her number 
You no. don't see her again. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good the pussy was. It's a one and done. And I'm going to extend the same courtesy. Mm-hmm. You get your one and done. You get your one off once in a while. Get it out your system. So you don't fucking resent me one day because you're like, oh, all the pussy I gave up because I'm with you. You see, but here's the thing about that. Because you're, you're I, I feel like down here, how do I put it? There's not that, like, it, it's about the dance to it. You know what I'm saying? It, a lot of times it isn't the first time you meet somebody, you fuck them. A lot of times it's like the second, third, fourth time that you do it. And so you're putting him into a position where he asked the very first time where as a beautiful woman, you can do it easily. As a guy, most women have to be, you know, holding themselves off. So you're kind of putting yourself at a more advantageous position. Now, I'm not saying don't let him fuck around because that's fine. But what you are saying is you don't want him to have any talking to this person afterwards or anything to even get to that point. Like, it sounds like you like to play the long game, Trace. Yeah. But there's a lot of bitches out here that fuck on the first night, and he's hot. For Like, my ex is hot enough where he could go to a nightclub, find a bitch, and go get a hotel that night and fuck. Okay. So that's what I mean. If you're trying to play the long game, if a woman doesn't fuck you the first time you meet, that's it. Yeah. You didn't get it. Go on to the next. There's so many women who, like me, I enjoy I enjoy sex. Yeah. So, like, if someone's hot enough and it's the first time, like, if I if I want to, I will. And there's a lot of women like that. There's a lot of us who are going to meet a hot guy the first time and fuck him and move on. So if it doesn't happen the first time, okay, it didn't happen. But you've got that that okayness to do it. True. And don't make it like a priority. It's just if it happens. No, I'm not going to go looking happens. for dick, but like I go to a convention and there's a hot guy there and I'm like, okay, fuck it. Like, let me just do it this one time. I'm You're going to fuck a just... fucker. What? You're going to fuck a chuckle fucker? A chuckle fucker. My ex was a chuckle fucker. <laughs> My ex is a chuckle fucker. I was talking about he it last night. He literally would chuckle when he fucked. He would literally <laughs> chuckle when we fucked. One time he was going down on me and he laughed into my pussy. <laughs> like he was going down on me and was suddenly was like... <laughs> and I was like, did you just... Did you just... He's like, I'm sorry. It's like thinking about something that he said that was so funny. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. No more fucking groupie hoes. <laughs> yeah, like, no more do not fuck a fan. It's a whole new self-esteem issue that you don't realize you'll have. Like, one time he was actively fucking me and started laughing and threw himself off of me and just went on his back and just, like, broke out into hysterical laughter. And I was like, dude, you are, you now, now my, now my comedy is fucking with my orgasm. I will never, don't come to my shows anymore. Don't come. Yeah, I'm not invited. You're it's only, like, my ego does not can, need this right now. <laughs> you can only come once. You can either come to the show or come in me. Yeah. It's There's, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no double coming here anymore. Like, it's over. It's that, over. Like, that's how embarrassing for you. This is, uh, <laughs> like, at first you think it's cute. Like, I'm, I'm like, that's really cute that, like, what's turning him on is thinking about my comedy. But then it's like, so you just don't, it's not me turning you on at all. It's my jokes. That's like, again, a whole You'll other You'll be like, oh, you're so high. You'll be like, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That would, like, one time he told me, oh, Christina, I'm going to fuck you because you deserve it. And that offended me <laughs> so much. I was like, you I did deserve great. it. You did great out there, so you deserve it. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to deserve your dick. I want to take it and make you think about it after. Like, I don't want to deserve or earn your dick. <laughs> oh, you deserve it. You earned it. What the fuck? I'm not trying to work for your penis. You should be working for me. And you should want it because I'm hot, not because I'm funny. <laughs> So just, yeah, that's at that moment when I have to realize, like, okay, I'm not that hot. <laughs> yeah, fucking chuckle yeah. this is humbling. I can yeah, imagine. you need personality to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a nice, 
tight yeah, personality. That's exactly it. I've been holding mine in rather than my body for years. Look at this Jesus. thing. I think it's gastric sleeve surgery if you just still tell me I'm funny. <laughs> so okay. After getting that pizza last night, finishing yours, <laughs> you telling me, what was it? I've never regretted that surgery until that moment. <laughs> so... So after I was halfway eating my pizza, Trace was watching me like a vulture. That's totally And he was like, can I have the rest of your pizza? And he ate the other half of my pizza in two bites. And in that drunken moment, I was like, I never regretted having gastric sleeve surgery until right now. When I saw him capable of eating the rest of my pizza in two bites, and I was like, I can't do that. I was just so jealous. Because I can't do that anymore. And I was so jealous at the freedom. The freedom of not only being a man, but being a fat man in America. At 12 o'clock in the morning with a girl who's got her titties out next to him. And it just being like, that is what's happening. And it's like. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, people are looking at him like he's just there shoving pizza in her mouth. Her tits are out, and this is what he's worried about. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is our moment. And I was so jealous because I was just like, I want to shove pepperoni in my mouth as easy as he is. <laughs> and it's a privilege that I now starve myself of. It was, it was really cool because I looked just like a homeless person again last <laughs> night. And so... Everybody just must be looking at me going, what the, how? How did he do that? Look at him. He's eating like a slob. Why is this woman with him? He must be rich. I wasn't looking at them like, he's got a big dick, guys. The dick is big, just, for sure. Just tapping the knee. Just like, that's where it is, man. That's where it goes down to. <laughs> deal breaker if someone wanted a monogamous relationship with you. Like, no, absolutely not. I'd love a monogamous relationship. What I don't love is being with a man who wants me to be monogamous and then he doesn't want to be monogamous, which is something yeah. that has happened to me more than once. A lot of times, and what other men have told me before is like when you first meet someone, you're not like immediately monogamous, even though that's what I'd like to think. Like you meet someone, you like them, you cut everyone else off. Mm -hmm. That's not really the way it works. It's like you meet someone, you know you like them, but you have to fish out everyone else. So you're kind of still dating multiple people at first. I'm not saying that's normal. It's just kind of been what has happened quite a few no. times for me. And yeah, even with my job. ex. With my ex, we first met. It probably took six weeks before we became monogamous. Mm -hmm. And what really pushed him is that I wasn't asking for a relationship. I was simply asking, hey, where do we stand? Are you going to get upset if you find out I'm fucking someone else? Yeah. And he wouldn't really give me an answer. But yeah. the truth was is that he wanted to still fuck other women and get through them. And then, but he didn't want you to fuck it. And he didn't want me to do it. So yeah. that's really what the problem was, and that's not the first time that has happened. Like, yeah. I, my very you just first want one, equitable boundaries. Yeah, and I was like, listen, you're going to fuck other people, and I can't ask you not to. I would love well, to ask you not to. Let's be real. Everybody wants that. Everybody wants somebody to just fuck them, but they want to fuck everybody else. Yeah. Let's yeah, but clear. that's not how the world It's not works. realistic, <laughs> but you can't say, like, oh, that's a dumb thing to want. We all want that. Let's be real with ourselves. I think biologically it's a reasonable justification, but we need to, like, have that two-way conversation. Because yeah. a lot of times men want to do it, and they don't want women to do it. And then I've had men explain to me, oh, but Christina, I'm a man. It's in my nature to want to be like this, because biologically I'm supposed to spread my seed everywhere. You're not. I've actually had them try to pull that on me. Like, mm -hmm. that should be the justification, Christina, because I am, as a man, supposed to want to be with multiple women at once. But you, as a woman, should just want to receive one male partner. And I'm like, that just still doesn't work. Yeah, no. Um, I want to give you the freedom to be yourself, but I also want the same freedom. I want to care about you, love you, nurture you, experience you. But once in a while, I don't want to think about you. I want to be, I want this pussy torn up by a stranger. 
and I want the same freedom for my partner. I'm not, and again, it's not that I want to enter a relationship with that promise. Yeah. It's just if I see us getting to a point where I feel like either one of us are suffering because of monogamy, let's talk about it. Yeah. I have a question. I have an answer. Okay, good. So, let's say you do fuck one of these strangers and you get pregnant. Do you expect your your boyfriend, your husband at the time to stay with you throughout that? Um. No. She's like, I would be going to the abortion clinic. But I would be going to the abortion clinic. I would definitely get an RU486 and take a thousand milligrams of Motrin and go hang out in a hotel for a week and settle this shit and no one's gonna... No parties at Bob are gonna know. We're gonna kill that baby. Yes. Um, no, I definitely wouldn't want to bring a child into this world through a mistake. Also, if I'm having sex, I'm most likely not having unprotected sex with strangers because that's also a boundary to maintain. I mean, yeah. unless the guy is really hot, though, then I'm probably going to fuck up and bring herpes back. But it's definitely an option to weigh. But I think if you're being responsible about it, you should be protecting yourself with yeah. anyone who you're fucking with. That's not your main. Yeah. It's not yeah. your bottom bitch. Anyone who's not your bottom no, bitch, you got wrap it up. 100%. What if your boyfriend wanted to be like, like full poly, like not emotionally monogamous. Would that be a deal breaker? Yeah, yeah. I could not allow my partner to be emotionally polyamorous because mm-hmm. for me, I'm an overthinker. I'm always thinking about my partner. If I had multiple partners I was thinking about, I would bring the drama from my other relationship yeah. to that relationship, and I don't think that's fair. Yeah. Like, I want you physically, but I don't want to be like, well, Dave grips my ass way harder than <laughs> you do. I don't want to fucking bring that into my relationship. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to resent you because of how the other person's treating me. Yeah. So I'd rather just keep that boundary. Don't figure out the emotional state of the other person. Yeah. Don't figure out their life. Like, you fuck them, you use their body, you come back and you use my mind like that's what that should be because again I don't like you fight with that person because they want to see you more often you're going to come back and be an asshole to me I'm not dealing with that I'm not going to have you transmute the negative energy from Polly down the corner because she's not sucking your dick the way you want we're not going to do that I got you so that would be that's why emotional polyamory is different some people are capable of doing emotional polyamory because they have so much love in their hearts. <laughs> but you better be rich. It's like as you can fuck. love more than one family member, so you can love more than one. Yeah, family member. that's that's not the same thing. But, but if you're like rich, if you're really rich and can afford to take care of four bitches with four separate yeah. houses on a plantation, I'm, I'm like, gonna say, or poor as fuck. This <laughs> 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 is like I don't care about shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some power in not having anything. You're like, who the fuck? Are, what are you gonna do? You're dating me. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> like, you're the thing I have. <laughs> well, the men will usually target the very poor woman, so that they can't walk away from it. Yeah. So that will be like a. Well, weak men. Weak men will do that. <laughs> there's a difference. There's just not that many strong men out there. Yeah, I don't think I could do that because it's hard enough for me to find one person I connect with. So why would I spend energy in, like, trying to find another one? That would just turn into, like, my partner connecting with all these people and me connecting with no one. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And the thing is, for me, I feel like men have lower standards for the most part. Yeah. Like, physically and emotionally. Yeah, Men just want, like, a... They will take a nice, simple girl who doesn't even share the same interests. But if you're pretty, you're cute, and you stay quiet most of the time, they will find a way to love you. Um, and for me, like, at least for me as a woman, I, there's, 
quite a few things I need before I want to yeah, emotionally. Yeah, like, I would be interested in maybe one out of ten guys I go on dates with. And for guys, it would be closer to one out of two. Yeah, and what's interesting is that yeah. a lot of men sometimes think it's vice versa. Like, yeah. I hear a lot of, like, even with Trace and certain things you were saying about women, we think the same about men. Like, yeah. like you might think it's easy for me to get fucked as, like, a woman... I think it's really easy for men to get fucked. Yeah, because guys don't care, but yeah, women, it's so hard for us care. to like develop attraction to guys. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part, I need to like like you. I, granted, I don't have to like. I can see a hot guy and be like, I want to yeah. sit on your face. And I like, yeah. how you, I like how you're saying everything against it, and then you're like, but you are right. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, they're allowed to equally exist. <laughs> and, and that's exactly it. Is like, I mean, this is what we were talking about, like with like the the Andrew Tate thing yesterday. It's like. Is what he's saying like good? Like no, but like is it? Does it work for some women? Like yeah, like and it's about what you're looking to get out of somebody. Am I saying do that? No, like I don't think you should be an asshole to people to try to get laid. But like, does it work for some people? Yeah, it does. <laughs> like what? I am I going to tell people that that's not going to work? No, like it does. Like fuck you. <laughs> don't get mad at it. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> no, a thing. It really is a thing. Um, there's way more attractive girls in the world than attractive guys, so that's another thing. There's also and that's a good thing for guys. Yeah. Like seriously, like women I don't are, like this. Yes, and women, but women are so much more Picky. forgiving. Yeah. No, but I think that we're also more forgiving. I think with like men's behavior, sometimes mm-hmm. like. Um, we're picky, but we're more like once you get involved with someone, I feel like yeah. I don't know how to word it well, but like we let shit slide. I feel yeah. like um, our I've come to realize to a certain extent as a woman, my youth, my body is collateral. Like it's a trade off. Like um, that's what at least with the Andrew Tate people. I don't want to talk about him too much, but like that's what happens. They're hot. They don't have much going for them. He's got money. He's an asshole. But they're like, I can trade off him being an asshole yeah. to him being taken care it's of. It's a trade off. That's exactly it. And, uh, like, I have a joke that I tell on stage where it's, um, you know, me and my ex had a lot of insightful conversations. He helped me gain perspective on what it means and how men perceive relationships and settling even when you're with someone you really like. And what we realize is that what our settling is is I don't have a flat stomach, but he does have a flat bank account. And, like, if I was hotter, I'd be with someone richer. And if he was richer, he'd be with someone hotter. And that really was the trade-off between us. Yeah. Like, when I was a fat chick, if I was with a hot guy, everyone assumed he was gay, had a little dick, poor, or all three. Mm -hmm. And if you see a hot girl with an old man, you assume he's got a little dick, he's rich, she has daddy issues... So, like, we, we as a society are constantly judging and assessing people and what brings them together. Like, I always look at people and I'm like, he's fat, she's hot, he probably has money or a big dick, or she hates herself. Or, you know, like, there's so many different things. So, I, I, this might be, I guess, a more misogynistic view that I have. I don't know, but I do have a belief that most any guy can get most any girl given the right situation the right setting the right things being said it does not work the other way around not any girl can get any guy. yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah and that's just i think the way that it comes down to it it sucks so it's like when it is those things you know you can see a, a beautiful woman with an ugly guy and the thought is how did he get her you know what i'm saying but it's not that's impossible when you see this like handsome dude 
with an ugly chick, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that is the response in your mind. You're like, why would anybody do that? Why would anyone do her? Like, seriously, gross. No! (laughs) For shame. We've asked five out of our 30 questions. (laughs) We're having a good conversation. (laughs) We're just going to fucking How many years have you been dating? Like, when did you first start dating? Um, I lost my virginity when I was like 18 or 19 years old to a porn star. So I would say that my... Which porn star? His name was Castro. He is a porn star down in South Florida. Someone could probably Google him. He looks like one of the red bones from B2K, Hmm. that Hmm. singing group. But like, I was 18, 19. I still hadn't lost my virginity and I was ready to start fucking. And like I knew in society we were taught that you're supposed to lose your virginity to someone you love and then they break your heart and then you want to kill yourself. And um, I, for me, was like, I just want someone to pop my cherry so I can be a hoe. But I wanted someone who I was not emotionally attached to. And when I met him, he was super into me actually. It's like we actually planned it out. Yeah. I, uh, and I make a joke about this too. I'm like, you know, I went over, he laid a towel on the bed, gave me a mimosa and a Xanax. I got the full Bill Cosby experience. <laughs> oh my god! But his dick was so big that he popped my cherry twice, and this really is true. The first time it was my hymen. The second time it was my kidney. <laughs> like the second time we fucked, I bled even more, and I felt something pop. His dick was really that big. Jesus. Yeah. What are you talking like ten inches? It had to have been, and it was very thick, very <laughs> thick. I mean, it was still unfortunate. Like, it's the girth that gets you. Oh, yeah. That's the shit that'll ruin it. It it got very thick on the tip. Yeah. But I was just like, when I saw how big his dick was, I was like... I feel like that would not have even gone in me. Like, it would just be like... You would just be like, no, (laughs) No, whatever. Every girl likes a big dick. Like... Not necessarily, but this was my reaction. When I saw how big his dick was, I was like, that's definitely gonna pop my cherry but how did it go in if you were a virgin like i had a big dick guy when i was a virgin it just did not go in the first time i had to try like several times before i got it yeah slowly and with grace (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's a huge part of it like how into it you are you know and how much work you've done beforehand I really did a Xanax before, so I'm oh, sure that I was just, yeah. I really was a Xanax and me most it out, because I was like, I just want you to pop my cherry so that, like, the men I do fuck, I don't bleed on them. So this was not a boyfriend or anything? It was no, this was, was a no one. the biggest how, dick how you've ever you had? Him? Close to it. I had one other really big dick in my life. Good for you. Yeah. How did you meet him? Um, through just circles, circles of pot smokers, we eventually crossed paths. And he, like, kissed up on me the first time he saw me. And I was like, he's going to take my virginity. That's going to be the one. He's about to make the biggest mistake of his life. <laughs> you were, like, circles. I was like, oh, you're in porn star circles. Yeah, no, I'm like, so smoke, flow, baby. smoking circles. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, one of those bangro types of men. That's funny. I eventually watched one of the porns that he did because he would do gay porns because he said they paid more. Oh, yeah. But, like, when I watched it closely, I realized what they were doing is they had a woman off camera fluffing him. So, like, you would see him, you'd see, like, the gay man with his asshole spread on the couch, and then you see him come, like, from around the couch with his hard dick, and you were like, there's definitely a bitch uh, behind that couch who just, like, 
fluffed him so he'd come running around to finish off ooh, the gay guy. Ooh. And I'm like, what kind of life is that? How much are you getting paid? <laughs> and how much are they paying the woman to fluff you now? <laughs> I'm like, you're just like an extra expense, bro. We can get a gay porn star for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's what makes him hot. It's like, oh, he is straight. What's up? <laughs> Have him fuck a dude, but we need a, we need some titties around him so that he can stay hard. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. If you had to guess, how many first dates would you say you've been on? How many first dates I've been on? Um, I mean, conservatively, probably a hundred, I think, if not more. It's a good amount. No. <laughs> Here's the real question. How many of those turned to second dates? All of them. Wow. <laughs> so you slut. <laughs> um. How many of those turned into first fucks? Well, that's the next question. First, second dates. First, second. I mean, okay, so the first dates that turned into first night hookups, I don't honestly want to tell that number. <laughs> it's normally a higher number than the second dates. <laughs> 100 is a fake number, and we'll say my fake percentage is probably at least like 25%. 25 percent you're you're scrumping probably that's a, probably. i mean that's a solid amount i mean you know, i was a fat chick though i had to take it when i could no, get that's it exactly it. why do you, you think know? i was fucking fat chicks for so long I mean, like it was easy like and for me i wasn't fucking a lot of fat men when i was fat because i always stood on the monique joke of like we both can't be fat like how how you're like with both of our bellies your, dick, your dick's just not gonna reach so i was always just trying to fuck men really out of my league like, men were just gonna hate fuck me and regret it the next day i wanted those men um, I attracted a lot of husbands. I found out after they were husbands. That wasn't fun. But apparently, like, fat chicks are great husband bait because they're not going to love us. We're just... It's just like, yeah, like, <laughs> they're just not there. You're not going to fall in love with, with a fat chick. You have a hot wife. Most of them had good-looking wives. Most of them had good-looking fucking wives. They just wanted some strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just wanted some strange, and they were like, let me fuck this woman that I simply won't let myself get emotionally attached to because it's way harder to get emotionally attached to a fat chick. You just it yeah. just is like that fat chick has to be very amazing for you to want to get emotionally attached to her, because uh, we're most of us are aware that when you're with a fat partner, society is judging you. Like at least with men, when men are with a fat chick, they're not as proud. I don't think I don't yeah. see men with fat girlfriends yeah. always posting their girls' pictures or walking around showing their girl in a bathing suit to their homeboys. Yeah, but if a girl's yeah. with a fat guy, they're like, oh, a girl's like yeah, dad bonds, blah blah yes. blah. He's probably really funny. Look at his hairy belly button and his square boobs. I just cannot <laughs> wait to get that dick on my face later <laughs> with his fupa. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> How many second dates? How many second dates? I've gotten a lot more second dates as a not fat chick. A lot more like I. So, what was percentage before and after? Ooh, yeah. That's a good question. Um, I would say, as a fat chick, 10%, maybe. That's so decent numbers. Nah, no. If, if, I mean, we're saying 10%. But how many were you interested in? Were you interested in 10% or how much were you interested in? Um. Probably again, like the 25%. Those guys I was fucking the first night were probably guys I was interested in. Um, And then after. After. I mean, now guys fuck me and want to stay in touch. And that was the (laughs) thing. I'm like, like, I knew I was getting cuter when my one night stands were turning into day dates. Like, my one night stands were turning into do you want to get breakfast? Do you want to hang out the rest of today? Do you want to go to dinner? And I'm like, I'm. 
So I wasn't annoying as a fat chick. I just wasn't hot. <laughs> That's what this was this whole fucking time. I'm no different. I am just as annoying as I was as a 320-pound woman. My personality is not any different. That's what they, they say. The fat chicks are like mopeds. They're fun to ride until your friends catch you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you fall off of one when it's not moving. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so how many second dates percentage-wise after um, I turned down a lot more second dates now. Okay. Yeah. So you were only interested in like 10% now? No, now, well, my standards are a lot higher. I'm much more aware that I should say no a lot more. Yeah. Um, let me think. What would be my percentage now? I would say at least, I haven't went on a lot of dates since my weight loss surgery. Um, but I would say out of all my dates, at least 50% of the men want to see me again if I, you know, if I don't hook up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't really taken anyone home on a first date unless it's like someone that I'm just meeting to fuck like if there's just like when I was in Vegas I was like for sure I'm gonna meet a stranger at a bar and Vegas fuck him cause you just have to it's like yeah. an obligatory thing when you're in Las Vegas fuck a stranger great um, way to get back at the ex <laughs> hmm? great way to get back oh the yeah <laughs> for sure once I saw that credit card bill I was like I am fucking someone tonight <laughs> it is happening sir get some dick yes getting some dick to like I just had to get even at that point but now I'm like at a new standard where um, again I've really acknowledged that being a woman and having a very few years left of before aging out of womanhood mm-hmm. that my body is collateral and I need to treat it that way because I'm being treated as if my body is collateral. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a guy that I went on a first date with who bought me ice cream mm-hmm. and then got mad that I didn't want to fuck him. <laughs> like, he was one of those... At least make it a meal. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I get that. Like, bought, you gotta be like, yeah, and drinks and jelly. He bought Lobster. me cream and wanted to give me the cream. And, like, he had one of those fucking sprinter vans in a parking lot where he got me ice cream. He was, like, one of those adventure... His name is Adventure Man Dan. You can Google him, find him. Adventure Man Dan. Um, but took me on a fucking date and then bought me ice cream. We had a nice time. But... When we, afterwards, he's like, oh, do you want to see my van that I'm building? My camper van? And I'm like, I don't really want to go and, like, go in your camper van. That is fucking him. (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking him. He looks like the biggest douche on earth. (laughs) Yeah, he he looked like a very humble person at first. He's holding a fish in this picture. A giant fish that's, like, he's carrying on his shoulder. In a wetsuit. In a wetsuit. He is. I mean, he, he looks like really such a dude. Look at this big fish. Yeah, of course. He's sw- like, he just is in the water all the time. Like, he is in the water all the time. Oh, yeah. He when must be constantly getting wet. Begged me to pinch his nipples harder than a crab Ooh. just to get him to come. But, like, what was worse about it is that he brought me to his camper van and, like, was like, oh, do you want to see the van I'm building? I was like, sure, but, like, I don't want to get into it. Like, it's just a fucking bed in the van. Like, I saw where it was going. Yeah. Hold up. Just a second. So you did fuck him. <laughs> I fucked him because he guilt tripped After me. all this, yeah. no, he he had the ice cream that he had the audacity to want to fuck me. Yeah. So anyway, I fucked him. <laughs> and that's where the joke is because I'm about the experience. I play the yes game, okay, Trace? I, I play the yes game. I play the no game. Yeah, I, I am all about saying yes to every moment because I want to see where it goes. But like, you know, he stupidly gets me in the fucking van and I'm like, Christina, like, I don't, I didn't want to fuck him. 
But I was trying to figure out, like, again, I'm one of those women that are like, well, at what point can I say no and safely get away without getting raped? Like, should I just say yes? Or is he going to still rape me on the way back to my car because I'm saying no? Like, how does the fuck does it work? So, again, me figuring it out, I just haven't experienced turning men down enough or, like, whatever it was. He was also hot. But it was just getting weird. When, he got me in the van. What's up, Trace? When you moaned his name, did you moan Adventure Man? <laughs> or did you do the full thing? The full time. Oh, Adventure Man, damn! I'm actually kind of like a silent fucker. Like, I'm Gross. listening to my like body. Like a British girl? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You've hit my T-spot. Bell <laughs> gravy, honey. Oh, um, No, but like, when we got in the van... We were making out. He went down on me. And I was like, okay, done. Goodbye. <laughs> like, okay. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, like, you've gotten, like, I, because I really didn't want to fuck. I did not want to fuck. He was hot. I didn't want to fuck. And then after he went down on me, that's when he, he was like, well, you know, Christina, men have needs too. Well, again, yeah, that's why he was mad, because you got yours, and then you got I didn't ask. I didn't but there's ask. still there's still the idea that it gets you, you could have given him a blowy. No, no, I didn't want him to go down on me. I, well, I then didn't say no. I yeah. did multiple times. I was like, I don't, you know, I'm not oh. interested. If you said no, yeah, then that's no, different. That's yeah, so different. I'm saying, like I told him from the beginning, I don't want to have sex. I don't want to hook up. Like, okay, but we're making out, and then you wanted to go down on me. So okay, we're. I already told you from the beginning, I don't want to have sex tonight. You wanted to make out. I made out with you, and now you want to go down on me. That's a you problem. This, this, I'm just going to say this. This sounds like the laziest rape of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez. Like, and you're like, no, no. 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 <laughs> I'm still like, you know, a, you know, I still had an orgasm, but I just didn't want to fuck him. I just well, knew. Well, you could have given him a hand job. Yeah. You know, Arya, I kind of have a problem that you're telling me that I got something I didn't want and should still give something in return. That's like, you know, you're giving something for free and you're like, now you should pay for well, it. I didn't want okay. it. Well, it's like this. It's you like if somebody comes to your house and is like, hey, do you want a car? And then they show up in the car and they're like, we have to pay me for the car. You're not going to be like, what the fuck? You're going to be like, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so that's <laughs> now you understand why I ended up fucking him because I was like, okay, like he went down on me and then he was like, oh, and I was like, but I didn't want to. I told you I didn't want to. Like, you voluntarily went down on me. It's not like a man. Men will grab your head and try to get you to suck their dick while you're still making out. I didn't ask for any of those things. Yeah. You were kissing me, and you decided to go down, and I didn't stop you, but it didn't mean I wanted to fuck. That's not, you know, like, can't you just go down on me and give me what I want and go away? Like, the way a man gets it. Men get it all the time, and they get away with it. But regardless, he went down on me, and I was like, all right, whatever. But then when he was like, you know, Christina, what about me? What about you? <laughs> what about you? It's tonight about you, sir. It's the first time we meet. I didn't even want, I didn't even want to get in your van. <laughs> I didn't even want to get in the back of your van. But I did it because I don't know how to say no. Because I was trying to be well, nice. Well, you can just be like, I'm a, I'm a lady. because you only play the yes game. I only play the yes game. You like, I'm a lady. I don't fuck on the first date. Yeah, I'm a lady. I'm just going to say this, guys. <laughs> if you guys want to fuck Christina, <laughs> apparently all you need to do is ask enough. <laughs> she will succumb. <laughs> Get me to the point. <laughs> Just keep on asking her. Eventually, she's gonna then be like, out, "No." Yeah, then make the out with yes her game. and go down on her, and eventually, like, I guess this is happening because I want to orgasm. Like, like, I guess. <laughs> and the, but then, like, when I was like, I don't want to have sex. He's like, "Well, Christina, like, men have needs." I'm like, "Yes, special needs." 
it's not my problem. He's like, but I bought you ice cream with money I didn't have. Well, why am I about to why fuck a man that can't afford even ice cream? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Give me that dig adventure, man, Dan. Oh, and now you want me to pinch your nipples to get you to come? Oh, why am I working so hard for this? I just want to be in bed eating chicken. Man. And Adventure Man Dan, if you're listening to this, please email us at dan.tellsamatingfails at gmail.com. We'll have you on to hear your side of this. I'll send him a link. I think he got mad too because then we did try to fuck a second time, but I was drunk that time. And I just orgasmed and then was ready to go to sleep and that really pissed him off. You go with him a second time? Why would you meet up with this man again? Well, because I had already let him into my body once. I get that. And I was that like, you know, like, oh, my number's not getting any Yeah, I want my numbers to go up. As I'm, weird as that sounds, that makes a lot of sense. You know, because as a woman, I'm not supposed to, you know, I'm not supposed to. So I'm just like, you know, I can't, I don't want another notch, but I do want, I want, want some, some dick sex. in your life. And he was really mad. Well, first of all, I squirted all over him. And he was like, you're very lucky at how much you squirt. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't need a man to tell me. Shh, mind your business. But he was just mad because I finished before him. And I like, like how he got mad that he fucked you so good you came everywhere and passed out. Yeah. And then he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, that's, that's a win in any guy's book. It's like, yeah, I fucked her so hard that she just came everywhere. And then she couldn't handle anymore. Like, <laughs> like that's, god damn, that's awesome. Like, so fuck Adventure Man Dan. Like, this dude's a piece of shit. He was jealous about it. It was interesting. I've had some men who are genuinely jealous at how well I orgasm. And, I mean, it's not my fault. I, I'm not going to fuck you. Definitely don't. He's going to get jealous at how horny my body is on itself. Like, I have spontaneously orgasm while taking selfies. And it's oh, a thing that happens. You just, I look so good. <laughs> I, actually, I actually accidentally caught a picture of the first time I spontaneously orgasmed. I didn't even know my body could do it. I guess I was getting up and sitting down so many times while taking the selfie that like it Do just, you have the picture? I don't think I have the picture right <laughs> now. I, I, I think she does and she like just does not want me to see it because yeah. it's like this is like <laughs> yeah I'm like <laughs> it's your vinegar I like, strokes I was laughing and also horrified because I didn't know that my body like I knew I was like why is my pussy feeling so hot right now while I'm taking pictures in a butterfly garden mm-hmm. and then like I, the last time I sat down, I must have sat down so hard on my pussy that, like, oh <laughs> it just God, fucking God. started contracting. And I was like, you fucking orgasm, smile. I smiled into the camera. So once I discovered that happened, I always wanted to relive that moment. It's like, so damn, just, am I jerking off to myself right now? That's a very Kanye thing to do. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> it's, it's a hot thing to do. If you... Happened. If there's a good photo of you, you you've never masturbated to photos of yourself. No. <laughs> no there's just Is this sometimes the people do. What? I and you just once in a while you catch a picture of yourself and like, fuck, I am that symmetrical. You like, can see why people want to fuck me. And then you just keep looking over and over, and you're like, fuck, I, I think I, I think I fucked that person exactly. I'm looking at right now. And I don't know. It's I, it's really weird, but it just has <laughs> happened. It's like the idea of if you found an identical clone of yourself, would you fuck you? No, that's a very narcissistic not, thing to I, do. I, just, right? I would fuck myself. Like, I mean, like, I probably wouldn't put it in my butt, but, like, we'd do hand shit. Like, yes, we'd probably suck each other off. Circle jerk with each other. See, I don't, I hate sucking dick so much that I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even. I'm just, it would be the myself. one chance I'd get to suck dick and it not be gay. That's true. Like, that's not it. It would be gay. Might, that's me. Wait, hold up, hold up. Why is that gay? It's my dick. 
Because it means you're attracted to yourself and you are a guy. No, but it's attract, that's narcissism. That's not gayness. Because gay is being attracted to other men, not being attracted to yourself. Would it be gay if it wasn't your clone but your twin brother? Gay. <laughs> so if it's a clone... Also incest. Clone, that's something else entirely. Like, clone is something weird. It's like... I, I, I've convinced, like, large groups of people that... It, it isn't gay to take a mold of your penis and shove it in your ass. Not gay. It's weird. It's a very weird thing to do. It's not gay because it's not another man's penis. That's your own dick going in your own ass. I mean, like, yeah, I would, t- I mean, I, I would like, I like to taste my vagina sometimes. You got to finger yourself and taste yourself. You have to make sure your pH balance is, is leveled out. So I, as a woman, I've wanted to taste myself. I don't want to taste other women because, ew, do I know what I do in my vagina. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to touch another lady's yeast, but I'll lick mine. Do you ever take the pH strips for a pool and just stick it in there to check? I thought about it. I want to see what that does. I feel like that would leave with like a weird burning sensation. Maybe, or at least it's gonna leave some some kind of tissue gets torn out in that process. Oh, something's gonna torn out. <laughs> how many relationships have you had? Four. And how did you meet them? Tinder, actually, every one of my relationships. Actually, okay, so the first relationship I had was from Craigslist. That's that's a great way to start a sentence. (laughs) First relationship ever, I was like 19 or 20, my first boyfriend, and we met through Craigslist. Um, It was the first night I moved to Port St. Lucie, and that relationship was less than six months, but... Uh, Can I... Can I ask, what was the post, and did you post, or did he, on Craigslist? I am not sure. I would post, and I would respond to posts. He probably responded to my post. What was it? Was it a casual encounter? Probably, like, yeah, like, probably, like, BBW, moving to Port St. Lucie, looking for men, or some shit. I've, I've went on there once, it was this girl, and she was like, I want a guy that'll, like, <laughs> what is it, that wants to degrade me, and the first thing I said to her was, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And her response was yes, daddy. <laughs> you read the assignment. Exactly. Well. <laughs> I was like, let's see if this will work. Shut up. I'm not going to like you. Get rid of your cat. Shit like that. And now I know why you're talking to me like this. <laughs> Talk to everybody. So like all four are from Tinder. That's interesting because now finally we have someone who has had success with online dating. All our other guests are like, oh, Isn't in person. Wait, okay. I have one other question. Are you still on Tinder? Yeah, I'm banned right now. <laughs> I, For what? I got banned a few days ago. I think it's because I had two profiles at once. Like, they weren't sketchy. I just had one set to West Palm Beach and one set to Port St. Lucie. Where do you live? I'm in Port St. Lucie. Okay. You just wanted to fuck I, I wanted my ex to see my Tinder profile, so I locked one down to West Palm Beach just so he could see it and be like, Christina's looking for dick again um but i think that got me reported in the process so i'm banned at the moment and i'm so banned that i keep trying everyone's phone number on my phone and it keeps banning everyone's phone number so i ordered a new phone number i'm gonna get a new phone on thursday because i am a very very adamant on getting back on tinder that is so much work i got banned and then i was like oh well I mean, I'm, addicted, I'm addicted to tinder trolling I'm oh addicted. my god, me oh, too. Girl. I love trolling. She's great. At it. It's so much okay, fun. I want to see your best trolls. 
Go to her Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of your best trolls? Um, I recently had a guy go, I'm a virgin. I'm like, are you a whole virgin or a butt virgin? <laughs> He's like, a whole virgin. I also had another guy go, um, are you Spotify? Because you look like this week's hottest pick. I'm like, no, I'm Pandora because I can already tell you're trying to play me. <laughs> another guy was like, um, if you were a booger, I would pick you. And I'm like, well... What did I say? I don't remember. Fuck, that was, so that's the best one. Also, I was gonna say that. Let me see. It's on my. Uh, it's on my page. We'll pick it up really quick. Let me think of another one. Um, I recently had a guy go, "Can I call you mine?" I'm like, "You can call me landmine because I'll blow you away." <laughs> and then I get some stupid men who are like, "Well, you clearly just told him you were gonna blow him, like you were being sexual." I'm like, "You clearly don't know how an IED bomb works." And that's why you think that sounds sexual. But anyone who knows what a landmine is, they blow you to pieces. That's what I said. He was like, can I call you Mike? No, but you can call me landmine because I'll blow you to pieces. But, like, oh also, even if, like, okay, let's say you did say you were going to blow him. Doesn't mean you got to fuck him. Like, doesn't mean you got to do it. You're just being witty back. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to follow through with that shit. Here, I've got another one. Kissing burns six calories per minute. Want to work out? I put one fart burns 67 calories. I'd rather let you kiss my ass. That's a good one. Um, oh, here we go. If you were a booger, I'd pick you. And then I go, I'd rather if you ate me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're fun. Um, so, now I'm looking for mine, too. I had some good ones. I had some guy, like, give me a really stupid, like, sexual pickup line right off the bat. And I was like, well, at least uh, your pickup lines makes a girl's gag because your dick clearly isn't big enough to <laughs> Damn. I love just the... the this mm, roll. <laughs> I had a guy once go, um, are you a dom? Do you like dom or sub? I'm like, obviously dom because they have the best pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Subways only gives you foot long. Uh, I was thinking about like a Fast and Furious thing. But, like, I like the dom because I'm all about the family. <laughs> I had a guy be like, hey, it's my birthday. Would you blow me? And I was like, I would love to. And then he goes... Just give me your address and put the welcome mat on your pussycat. And then I said, one, two, three, four, go blow yourself out. <laughs> oh, you should give him just a random address. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'd be like, no, just come up, knock on the door. <laughs> I would send him to like a hospice. Yeah, like go somewhere weird that's like, go, oh my God, like a halfway house. Yeah. Oh my God, send him to a halfway home. That'd be so funny. Or like the next time someone's like, can you blow me? Be like, yes, I will take my teeth out first. We'll give you a nice. We'll give you. A nice that sounds pizza. actually really nice. A teethless blowjob. <laughs> like let's be like guys that grow up. But like you have to think like there's no teeth involved. No teeth. But you have to think why are they toothless? I don't They're care. Probably a homeless person. Listen, <laughs> listen. Any port in a storm. Like, is that what they say? Like <laughs> you just gotta sometimes you know tie your boat up anywhere you can. I think I'd be like, I have a question. Bush or no bush? And I said, I prefer HW. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they set themselves up for that one. Yeah. I had a guy go, um, my favorite thing of this human experience is fellatio. And I said, I love how honest you are about your desire to go down on other men. Very warrior-like of you, just like the Romans did. <laughs> totally pissed him off. He was like... Fuck you. You look like you have dingleberries. <laughs> Sir, I do. Good call. Good call. You were really able to nail that one. Right? <laughs> uh, I had a guy be like, hello, deep French kiss today, anal tomorrow. And then I said, sure, what size strap on do you prefer? 
have one where the guy goes, are you Republican or Democrat? And I said, I'm Pescatarian. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. I I really get annoyed with, like, how mundane dating questions normally are. Like, when we first meet each other, we ask dumb shit. People are like, what's your favorite sign? And I'm like, "Mm, deaf children playing. See, that's why, that's a good one. I always just go with, it's simple, it's what's something that you're excited about? Like, what's something coming up in your life that you're excited about? Coming up. You're really, that's a stretch on that one, honey. Like, you're better than that. Like, that wasn't good. Do you want to retract that statement? (laughs) Do you want to come up with something better than that? That was terrible. (laughs) Duds before you get to the winner, so I'll take the L on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I literally had a conversation with like one of the guys said, Hey, and I said, Hey, he said, What's up? I said, Nothing, you. He said, Working. I said, Same. I like to give the level of enthusiasm yeah, I receive. Wait, why are you on Tinder? You have a boyfriend. <laughs> this is, I have screenshots from past conversations. <laughs> I'm <laughs> What's up, Jimothy? What's going on in your life? <laughs> I had another one where the guy goes, uh, how's it going? And I was like, it's going well, and thanks. He says, you're welcome. He's like, I'm so bored tonight, ugh. And, and I was like, you should take up a hobby. I prefer knitting and hand lettering. And he goes, I game and I skate. And then I was like, well, you've got plenty to occupy your time. And then he goes, haha, I'm still bored. And I was like, that's unfortunate. He's like, I was hinting we should hang out. And I was like, yeah, I gathered that. I was ignoring them. Sorry about that. <laughs> I had another guy message me. Noises. Nice. I had a guy message me and go, do you think you can show me the time of my life within the next 24 hours? I go, yes, there's a crematorium nearby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, man. What this are is- your favorite ways to meet a mate? My favorite ways to meet a mate. Unfortunately, because I was a fat chick, I've really primarily met all my partners through internet. Mm-hmm. Like, all everything has been online dating. Like I said, my first boyfriend was Craigslist. Second, third, fourth was all Tinder. Mm-hmm. That's how I met all of them. Um, really haven't met someone in person not using a dating app that went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question again? Favorite well, ways you- to meet a mate. <laughs> My favorite way, honestly, online dating has really been my favorite way. I like. Um, That's a unique take. Yeah, like, everybody oh, hates it. I'm glad to see someone who has had success with it. <laughs> I, I've enjoyed it, but also for me, like I think because I've been doing it long enough, I know how to have how to navigate the conversations in a way that gauge is this someone I want to meet. Yeah, like yeah. I can very quickly tell from how someone messages me, like this person is dumb as fuck. This person is not going to be compatible with me. There's been a couple times where I'm like, okay, I was wrong about my assumption and then met them and they were cool. But very rarely, like, I've... But that's because I've been on the online dating scene long enough where I know how to, again, navigate yeah. and pan through that. Um, I'm also really good at communicating. Like, yeah. I, I know how to use words very well via text message. Mm-hmm. And that will push away the right people. Like, that'll push away the people that are not meant to be around no. me. Yeah, um, it'll push away the dumb people. Yeah. Meeting people in person is nice, but I don't often get approached by attractive people. I get approached by all the ugly ones. <laughs> the hot ones assume that I'm in a relationship or are too intimidated themselves. Or yeah. I very rarely go out and get approached by someone that I'm attracted to. Yeah. Um, 
thank you for the compliment because I've never approached you. <laughs> you, offered, you offered me a place to sleep, but that wasn't you approaching. That was not. That was, that was actually. I think we, it was after we were talking about. Yeah, no sex with us. <laughs> I was like, "Do you want to crash on my couch? We're not fucking." Trace <laughs> was like, "You can you, you can sleep over if you want." I said, "Yes, Trace, I'll sleep over, but no butt stuff." And he's like, "Well, here's the thing, Christina, that's not going to work because I absolutely need my butt played with." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love those gotchas. I was like, ah, oh, uh, What dating apps do you use? Well, originally Tinder, now I'm banned. So for now, I'm on Bumble and Hinge. It's way too civilized for me. I can't pull the same way. The, <laughs> men, is the men are naturally higher quality on Bumble, yeah. I've noticed. They are. They, they are just more civilized. They're a bit more conservative, so that's cool. I am so addicted to trolling that I got on Plenty of Fish just to troll. <laughs> I even put my username, Christina Michelle Trolls. It makes sense that you would like Plenty of Fish. It's like the Tinder of uh, dating sites. But it's worse. Like, it's so bad. Here's the thing. With, t- with Plenty of Fish, they're all Trailer ugly as fuck. No, no. Like, you can smell the dirt and herpes <laughs> through the phone. When, like, and I'm in that app, and I immediately, the first like I got, Booty Lover 90 likes your profile. And I was like, okay. And this. clearly he lives in the have you, have you been on OkCupid? Okay I have not. God, OkCupid okay has just become the place where it's just degenerates. Really? Like, every girl I match with, I'm like, gross. <laughs> but I do match with them. I don't talk to them. I just, I, I match with it just to get that endorphin rush. You go, yeah, people, do, people do want to fuck me. <laughs> and some, somebody looked at me and said, that's somebody I want to date. <laughs> <laughs> What are your success stories? Like, either a great conversation on a dating app that led to a great date, or, like, a time that you've approached someone at a bar or event and hit it off. Um, what do you mean? That's the second half of that question. What do you mean about, like, the bars and events? Are you asking two separate questions about... No, it can be either or. Just, like, what are your success stories? Tell us about a time you've had game. Um... See, she ain't got no game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just myself. Like, now, um, I don't know. I make men laugh. Laughing is usually a way to really subdue a hot guy and get them to want to It works. It doesn't work on Trace for whatever reason. I'm fucking trying so hard. <laughs> That's why it doesn't work. <laughs> um, no, I think, like, humor just being myself has mm-hmm. really worked also just being this cute like I, I just dress well and they come up to me and they're like you want to come up to my room and I just sometimes will go up to someone's room and just sit there like knowing I'm not gonna fuck and I'm like awkwardly like I just want to be here to make you awkwardly know that it's a hard no <laughs> like let's just let's just see so um, adventure man Dan really does have game <laughs> adventure man Dan gave me a sob story that's really what it was he's like men have needs Christina and I bought you ice cream and I've been so nice to you and like I just licked your pussy and I'm like these are all really sad stories but like your coming is not my responsibility you shouldn't make that my problem you yeah, should have licked but, like a your problem but yet it became your problem you let it become your yeah. problem no but can you just lick this pussy unconditionally like, couldn't you just have went down on me without expecting anything? Especially when you said, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. But granted, you said, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing Then you did I was even <laughs> I was even wearing my Spanx. That is like the equivalent to a chastity belt. And he still made me aggressively roll those down. So, like, I did everything in my female power to prevent myself from being in this predicament. But it 
just got there. You know, ice cream <laughs> makes me horny. This just seems, once again, just like, I, I think that this was a rape. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, diminish I'm just saying, it. Like, I just how like, often? Let's put it more second. You said no, and then he fucked you. Like, that's the definition, right? Like, <laughs> it was too light of a no. But I guess maybe, like, let's put it in perspective for a moment. When a woman sucks a man's dick, is a woman ever, after sucking dick, being like, now you gotta fuck me. You better fuck me. Get your dick up and fuck me. I just sucked your dick. That I happened. have needs as a woman. I didn't like it. Yeah, I did you, I, Did it get your dick up? Did it work? Did I think I got, through? I felt like I got raped. Uh, like, that wasn't a joke. Like, she she aggressively gave me head. I feel like I just triggered you, and now, it, you know, I'm not, now I'm not alone anymore. You yeah, know, it was something that really bothered me a lot, and, like, I just, like, got in the shower afterwards at my house for, like, a while. Like. <laughs> so, wait, did she just, like, aggressively suck your dick and make you come, and then demand you fuck her? Did you fuck her after I that? don't did remember. Just... I just remember her aggressively fucking sucking my dick, and, be, and I was like, no. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, no. And she was like, bam. And I was like, what the? I don't know what to do in that scenario. Wait, what was the bam, though? Like, she like your head and pushed me away and, like, just so my dick was in her mouth. Did you come? Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, right after we fucked. I mean, to happen, it was, like, a whole thing. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> safe space, so we have to pause for a moment. I know. That's one that, yeah, that's the time that, uh... I mean, I'm glad I've triggered a man, so now for a moment we can both cry together. <laughs> yeah, we I've, cry I've together weird both. issues. So, so now you can't blame me for what Dan did. It's happened to you. It has happened to me. Yeah, no, you're right. But, like, also, do I blame myself? Yeah. I blame myself a little because I should have been like, I'm not getting in your van, Dan. <laughs> you know, I should have said no from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, anybody whose name rhymes with van, you probably shouldn't date. Anyone who has a van, you should not date. That's also another thing. Two Anyone things. Anyone who needs your credit card, you should not date. Like, let's just lay out some ground rules <laughs> for standards. Like, you should just be yourself. You know, you're. It's not working, Trace. I was gonna say. I was gonna say you're a good person, but that's not the truth. Uh, I mean, you're a person. <laughs> You have needs. I'm mildly decent when I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, you're an okay individual. That's why we got fucked up to do this. You're not going to die anytime soon. <laughs> Hopefully not. That would be depressing. Uh, God, actually, that'd be such a cool way to end this. It's just like, bam, death. We all die. And then that's the last podcast. The grenade. You lynch, you unlinch pin the grenade. Oh, that's what we should do is just pull out the pin. All right, you guys. We just want to let like, you know. Okay. This show's about to blow up. <laughs> Okay, do you have any other bad date stories you would like to share? Non-traumatic, but funny, bad date stories. Non-traumatic, <laughs> bad date stories. Um, or traumatic. <laughs> I mean, some of them are traumatic. I definitely had a guy who took me out once. Actually, I had, this was probably 10 years ago, but had a guy pay for my Uber to go to his place. Um, we hooked up. Then he asked to watch me pee and then wouldn't pay for my Uber back. <laughs> he was a good That's <laughs> I mean, honestly, baller move. <laughs> like, that's a power fucking so that, move. That right was there. a total power move. He's like, I got you here. I fucked you. Then, while I was in the bathroom peeing, he kicked the door open while I was peeing. He's like, Can I watch you? And as he was asking, I purposely pushed the pee up really fast and I looked down and I'm like, It's all gone. So, there's no pee pee for you to Maybe watch. Maybe that's why he didn't pay. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was probably like, mad because he didn't get to watch me pee. He didn't get that golden shower that he wanted. He did not. What a weird thing. Um, yeah. Another time, I was so drunk on Craigslist, I accidentally responded to the wrong email and the wrong guy showed up and still fucked. And I did not know I fucked the wrong guy until the <laughs> Sounds and like a fucking like guy. guy would do. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, 
this guy's missing teeth. <laughs> I was like, you at least need to drive me to work now and buy me Starbucks because I cannot believe what just happened. Okay. Do you have any other dating stories? Like not necessarily bad dates, but just like weird or interesting. Any other dating stories? Um, when I was a fat chick, I definitely had a couple experiences where men were trying to like scout what I had. Like in North Carolina, I had a house for a few years mm-hmm. and, um, as soon as any of them would find out that I had a house, I'd have, like, a few bum guys who were like, where do you live? Do you pay rent? Do you own it? Uh, I'm looking for a serious relationship. Some hobosexuals. Hobosexuals. <laughs> I definitely had a few hobosexuals. One of them I found out was on Grindr, mm-hmm. and it turns out he had multiple relationships with women who had houses, so he was just looking for the highest bidder. That's mm-hmm. funny. So yeah. he was a, a homo-hobosexual. A homo-hobosexual. 100%. <laughs> Um, I think, like I said, I think one of the bigger things I experienced a lot was the married men. Yeah. That I always found out after the fact they were married. Um, I definitely snitched (laughs) at one point when I found out, but because of how fat I was, the wives didn't believe it. That's so funny. There's no way my husband fucked a fat bitch like (laughs) you. That's so... I get, oh, oh my god, the human ego. You're married to a cheater. <laughs> oh my god, the ego is like, so Jesus. big that she can't think, oh, well, this fat woman obviously is lying because why would my husband get with somebody that isn't me? Like, yeah. why would he get with, oh my god, that must have been, the, the, that must have hurt so bad. No, because I just kept fucking their husband after that. Good. <laughs> you know what? They deserved it. Bitch, you don't believe me? You should have fucked in their bed. Um, I left a note. Happened at some point, I actually did write a note on a ball, on a softball, and threw it over the fence at one point. I put, your husband is fucking a fat bitch. I like how you're fucking him, and then you're, you're like, you're still like, I, I want that dick. Him, yeah. But then you're like, yeah, but like, she should know, but I still want to fuck him. Yeah, I have It's that. good dick. <laughs> Two things that it was, there was one point where the guy didn't know that I knew. So there was a husband fucking me thinking I didn't know he was a husband. And I knew he was a husband and I was pretending to not know he was a husband. Because <laughs> I still wanted the dick. But I was like, let me pretend to not know that he's married. Because he's pretending that I don't know he's married. But the whole time I kept trying to snitch his wife. I wrote the bitch letters. I sent her emails. Oh my god. At one point we had sex and he tied me up with a rope. He then took that rope and made a swing out of it for his kids. That's disgusting. Absolutely. There's different, but you don't use sex rope for your children. (laughs) That's a rule. There's children rope and there's sex rope and they're different. Clearly not to this marriage. That guy is disgusting. You should have fucked him. (laughs) (laughs) That that definitely seems like your modus operandi, just disgusting men. Not intentionally. I want a good man. I'm a good woman. I'm very nurturing and loving and wholesome at times. Honey, have you found one ever? Um, yeah, but he had schizophrenia. That's not a good man. <laughs> That's good men. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good personality. <laughs> okay, tell us about the best date you've been on. Like, what made it amazing? Best first date. Best first date that I've been on. Um, that's such a good question and a really sad one because I don't think I've had a best first date yet. None of them really stand out. Um, not in a Out of a hundred, you'd think one would stand out. I know, you, you are just fucking (laughs) throwing shit out of a wall none of it's sticking. (laughs) No, no, I'm trying to think of like a first date that actually went well, that continued well because I can't think of anything that, um... 
What was like a good first date? Because any good first date was a basic first date. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. A hundred dates, not a single good one. <laughs> That's so sad. There is, there's one common denominator. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that. <laughs> but I mean, I've, I've had really nice dates. I've had yeah. a lot of nice dates, but to say that I've had like the best date, like, you know, yeah, but none, going of them, somewhere. none of them were amazing. Yeah, none of them ended up with like a net jets flight to Egypt. Like, I'm waiting okay, for well, that. Okay, well, now your bar is too high. I'm I'm gonna gonna my, my expectations are very high. I'm going to say this, though. Like, first dates really shouldn't be like the most amazing dates. No. Like, second or third dates should probably be the ones where you really. Yeah. Like, the first date should be like, hey, let, know me for who I am, and then I'll show you the crazy shit I can do. But too many guys, this is what we were talking about last night, where it's like too many guys think they have to like put all that money out there, and they have to do like all the joie de vivre and all that extra bullshit. When really, if you're just a good person that listens, you can get so much farther. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you just bring up something the following date that they mentioned in passing, they're like, oh my god, he remembered that? <gasps> Like, that's what it is. <laughs> and I can say, like, one of my nicest times, it, you know, it was, like, a date that ended up in a hookup, but that went on for, like, a week straight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like you meet someone, and then you just click, mm-hmm. and you just start spending every day together right away. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Um, I just haven't had, like, an extravagant first date. Yeah. Like, I'm not one that I can recall with high, with high good memory. I've had very nice first dates, but, like, I've not been swooned. I don't think I've ever been truly swooned by a man. You have not been swept off your feet. No, not Have you yet. had any other dates, not first dates, that were really amazing? Or, like, what's the most romantic gesture a guy's done for you? The most romantic gesture a guy has done for me? Again, that's so fucked up that I can't think of anything. Well, Buy me an ice cream cone and fucking leave the back of a van. <laughs> I was going to say spend $328.71. And not even on me. And then he paid you back. <laughs> I'll tell you a really romantic thing that happened to me. I hooked up with a guy who was supposed to be very rich. He picked me up in West Palm Beach. This was someone I went on a date with before. And we had a really nice time. This is someone who I met and we spent like a week together. Um, after we spent that week together, he all of a sudden was like, Christina, I just think you're not a long-term viable option. I figured he must have Googled me or something. I saw I had a record. Um, he would not tell me why he determined I was no longer a viable option. But a couple months later, we met up in West Palm Beach. He made me leave my car down in West Palm Beach. Drove me two hours back to Port St. Louis for like an hour and a half. Crashed his car on the way. And then asked me to pay $200 for the hotel to fuck me. And you live in Port St. Louis. And I live in Port St. Louis. I was like, dude, you just made me leave my car in Port St. Lucie, in West, West Palm, Palm Beach, to drunkenly drive me back to Port St. Lucie. I could, we could have gotten a hotel down in West Palm Beach if that's what we were going to do. Yeah. Crashed his car and then was like, I need to offset my cost of the car crash. I would not have crashed my car if it wasn't because I went to see you. Can you pay for this hotel now so I can fuck you? Did you fuck him? Yeah. Did you pay for the hotel? Yeah. You dumb oh bitch. <laughs> This is every story that she says. She's like, can you believe the audacity of this man? But I still fucking I did it, but could you believe the audacity? Yeah, yeah, like I still did it. I didn't know what to do at that moment, but it's like I don't know. You can say no. You also don't have to spend your money. Well, I did want to fuck that one. And, like, the only thing in my, again, I have this stupid logic where I'm like, let me prove as a woman that I am independent and that at the drop of a whim, I, I do have $200 to spend on a hotel. Like, 
He was supposed to be richer than me, so I felt I just, like a need to prove that I could do it. Too. I love, I love just like because like we had this conversation last night where she was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna get played. Like, <laughs> these girls are like they're getting played by all these dudes." And we sit down, and she's like, "Listen to this bullshit. I did all of this." Yeah, <laughs> like, I played so much. So you get played all the damn so time. So many times because I don't realize like what. I actually feel bad. I used to get robbed all the time as a fat chick. Like, there were men that I was dating when I was younger that would rob me. I had one guy I was hooking up with steal $1,200 from me and then go spend it down at Key West to take his friend's jet skiing. So, like, I never felt comfortable doing that to someone else. I don't mm -hmm. want to make someone feel those things that I felt. So mm -hmm. that's what it was for me. So when I have an opportunity to prove that, I don't, that I'm not here to take advantage of you, I want to show that. But I realized in my trauma and trying to express this ultra independence of I don't need you I can pay for our hotel you're actually as the man winning you're like this dumb bitch is gonna <laughs> fuck me for free and pay for the hotel and in my mind I'm like I'm gonna prove to you that I don't need your money so yeah. that's like the reverse logic from trauma that I've had because I've been robbed so much I'm like I don't want to rob other people I don't want to make other people think I'm taking advantage of them but I'm actually doing the opposite Where? I'm letting them take advantage of me why do you attract these people like, it's so unusual for one person to be robbed so many times I'm, just, like, I'm, yeah. I'm getting really pissed off at this yeah. just because I'm remembering this time where I was trying to film porn with this girl where I was taking like a saza and I was going to stick a dildo on it and just fuck the shit out of her with it and it came down to be like, oh, let's how, how when we make money off of this, it's going to be split. And I said, well, I'm going to pay for the hotel room. I'm going to get the, the filming equipment. I'm going to do all this. After I recoup my money, we'll split it 50-50. Fair. This bitch through the whole thing was just about 50-50 throughout the whole thing. I said, I'm putting all this money down. Why couldn't I have had you that would have paid for all that shit? <laughs> and me as like this ultra-independent nurturing woman, I would have. I would be like, honey, I got us the best deal on the equipment. Don't worry about it. Just give me like just give me like $50. Like you just spent six hundred, just give me like $50, honey. I just need like a little bit of commitment from you. <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you want to make OnlyFans content, I will buy that <laughs> sawzall. <laughs> we will. We will have a crazy Ooh, I just found my in on Trace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. What can one do to ensure a second date? with you what can a man do to ensure a second date with me be intelligent mm -hmm. be mentally stimulating make eye contact with me um tell you you're pretty when he fucks you just don't laugh in my pussy when you go down <laughs> on that, don't make that, it that obvious or that will definitely get me to come That's back around bad behavior <laughs> yeah um, yeah i think um good manners Good manners, being intelligent, being able to carry good conversation are important factors for me. Definitely someone who can make me laugh. That's that's always a big one. Having a big one is always a big one. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm really simple. Like I really don't I don't try to date someone just based off of their financial status. Obviously, I want to date someone hot because like I've always been a fat bitch, so I want to fuck hot guys right now. Yeah. I really want to just fuck hot rich guys. I'm not that lucky. I'm not that hot. Well, you could like, have one or the other. Yeah, it's gotta be one or the other. Hot, hot and broke, well, here's or rich the thing. and ugly. If you find a hot, rich guy, he has the money to make you hot. So you just need the personality. You don't have that though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, 
I think that, that that was the last question, right, for today. Just finished with a really solid neg. You. You're welcome. That's really, that's <laughs> what I do. absolutely masturbate with a spoon on the hour drive home after this. I, I love that you're going to masturbate to my negging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, do you, now, do you have anything that you can plug? Any, any what, what are your socials? Anything that you want to let the people know that's coming out on Tuesday? Uh, definitely. I am a contestant on Florida's Funniest Comedian. We'll be performing at Sunrise Theater on October 26th. Second, so please check us out. My website is IamNotChristina.com. My Instagram is Tina Land Travels. So definitely check out all of those things if you want to see how annoying I am as a human. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that Tina was short for to Christina until I learned your handle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's this name coming? Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Anything else that you want to plug? I know that you're doing shows left and right. Uh, every Wednesday night at Mulligan's in Jensen Beach, there's an open mic night. It's a comedy show and an open mic night. Free comedy show on the rooftop starts at 7.30. The open mic starts around 8.30. So that's a good spot to always check out as well. And right now, those are like the two big things that are going on. The Wednesday night open mic is every single Wednesday. Um, Tuesday in Port St. Lucie, every other Tuesday we do The Office, that's another free comedy show, and we do Corked Wine. So those are the spots that I'm at right now. Okay. Um, but primarily my biggest focus is Florida's Funniest Comedian Competition. Of course. And again, that's October 22nd at Sunrise Theater in Fort Pierce. Okay. Aria, you have anything? Uh, follow me on TikTok at Aria Stand Up Comedy. And uh, if you have a question about dating, want us to look at your profile, email us at datingtalesandmatingfails at gmail.com. As always, you guys can find me at Matthews on Tuesdays. You can find me at The Blueprint on Thursdays, occasionally at The Coop on Wednesdays. And really, just wherever I'm going to be, I will let you guys know. And. You know, guys, as always, I, we love you so much. The world is your oyster, and you choose to listen to us. And that, that's special. That's something that really, I think, touches us in a way that, you know, you, you can't normally have in life. And hearing these things and just seeing what people react to with this podcast, it means a lot that it really is affecting people. And you guys just mean the absolute world to us, and that's why we do this, is for you guys. And uh, I don't want to extend this one too long today. I just wanted to say that you guys are loved. You guys are cared for. And go on and live the best lives you can. <laughs>